You are now entering I see, mate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of chew bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? My name is Phoenix Cloudon, and as always, joined by the two greatest co-hosts in the world, we have first, of course, our man Zach. Zach, how are you, sir? Doing great, man. Uh, got home about, let's see, 30-ish, no, about 45-ish minutes ago, so doing good, man. Excited to talk about the movie, and yeah, doing, doing good. All right, awesome. And of course, we have Brandon in the house. Brandon, sir, how are you? Man, I am good. Um, like like Zach just mentioned, uh, like he just he just he saying he just got home. We are kind of breaking tradition here. We are doing a uh, we're kind of doing just immediate reaction uh, review. Yeah. Because uh, just this weekend scheduling wise just does not line up for quite well. We have some stuff going on personal wise, so we're like, yeah, let's go ahead and just record now. So yeah. It is good to be back. It is good to be talking about yet another Marvel movie. It's been a while since we've discussed one. And um, based off of how Thor Love and Thunder was, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're going to have a better mindset on this film compared to that. So how are you doing, Phoenix? I am sleepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since seven o'clock this morning. So, yeah. And uh, I was I was more than ready to go to bed. And then you guys texted me. It was like, hey, let's do the show now. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'm excited. I got one eye open. Let's do this. <laughs> Wait, I'd like to mention how, because I, I, Phoenix sent us a photo in the cinema chat. Yeah. And I think that's the most fire reactions you've ever gotten on <laughs> any take. <laughs> yeah. cinema chat or anything you've said yeah, fine this man i didn't even was... see his cinema chat yeah. oh dude check it out this man was dripped out <laughs> yeah I went oh to the... yeah the oh wait no i did see it the all white yeah yeah so i liked it with we my theater my local theater had a a special like red carpet premiere uh one of the film festivals i worked with last year they uh they invited me so i got to see a special screening of black panther tonight Everybody came decked out. You know, I came with the all white for Chadwick. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That that was dope. It was dope. Uh, it was a nice little event. Um, I'll probably never wear white again because I just don't like it. <laughs> white shoes. I was white. It was white shoes, white shirt, white pants. I wish I had a white hat to go with it. That would have been dope too. But uh, yeah, all in all, it was a lovely evening and uh, got to see this movie. So yeah, it was a good night. Awesome. All right. So let's uh let's dive into it. Let's uh obviously we're gonna talk non-spoilers right now, but uh just right out of the gate, immediate reactions. What are <laughs> Brandon, what are we what are we feeling about Wakanda Forever? Yeah, man. Okay, so like I mean, for those who don't know him, if if you don't, um you're living under a rock. They Chadwick Bozeman passed away back in 2020 to uh to cancer. And so that left the uh, the the film without a lead actor, and so they um, 
I I I commend Marvel for making the decision to not recast or use CGI to fill them in like they did with Leia in uh, the Rise of Skywalker and stuff with Carrie Fisher, and so just scratching the surface, just kind of spoilery. I think they handled Chadwick's death well, and I think they used like with, with how they handled T'Challa not being in the film was very well done. I'll say that. Um, There were a lot of moments where I'm like, oh my God, this is emotional, man. Like there's a lot of moments where there's just, there's there's no audio coming from the film and it's just like memorial bits. And I'm like, man, this is getting to me. Yeah. Zach, what about you, Ben? Uh, I'll I'll say this. I think uh, as far as this year goes, it's probably the best Marvel project that's been put out um in my opinion uh yeah yeah i mean like like brendan said i mean there's no other way to say it like they handled his death really well um i mean i have some like there's some things i do want to talk about some nitpicks but you know uh we'll kind of get to that but overall like i i had fun i enjoyed it um i thought it was a great homage to uh chadwick so yeah yeah uh solid like i uh i uh as much as i enjoyed going to like a special premiere i had a bit of a older crowd uh at my theater and they weren't the best (laughs) like i'll just i'll just put it like that they weren't the best and it kind of tainted my experience with the film a little bit but uh Outside of that, I I I really dug it. I love what you said, Brandon. Like I think this movie did a, a fantastic job in handling Chadwick's passing, and I thought they did a really good job of incorporating it into the script. It just it it, it worked. It really worked on, on that level. Um, overall, man, I was I was pretty wholly satisfied with it. Uh, there are a few nitpicks that I that I think we'll we'll get into that uh definitely kind of rubbed didn't rub me the wrong way but you know hurt the film i think a little bit um but overall i i'm i'm fairly good with what 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 we got here and i think easily this tops what we've gotten so far in this phase yeah um, I will say as well, I did not have a great theater experience. So I was about I, to say exactly what Zach just said. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough go. <laughs> I was uh I don't know. I was expecting more from the theater. You know, I don't know. Uh mine was uh crickets. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. literally not a single clap. Oh, that's that's weird. My my theater was clapping up a storm. That's crazy. <laughs> we had we had one clap, and I'll mention that when we get to it. But yeah, um, my issue was there were people like just talking and talking and talking, oh, yeah. and they weren't whispering. Yeah, they were pretty loud, and like I didn't feel like reaching over to them, telling them to shut the hell up. Like yeah. we like what happened with No Way Home. Uh, there's this. 
I, I think I mentioned it during our review there. Just there was this little kid who kept making commentary at everything. And this guy was like, shut up to an eight year old. Yeah. So um, that unfortunately did not happen uh, this time around. But but yeah, um, I'm ready to break the seal of spoilers if you guys are. Uh yeah, uh just want to point out real quick, uh, cause I don't I don't rank the uh the Marvel TV Disney Plus projects, uh, with my 2020 rankings. So uh, right now I only have the movies here, and uh, got Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness at 35, and Thor: Love and Thunder at 59. So yeah, easily Black Panther is gonna be above <laughs> yeah. both of these pretty pretty fairly. <laughs> so uh yeah let's go ahead and break the seal of spoilers officially uh we're talking spoilers for black panther wakanda forever guys if you haven't seen it yet which you probably will not have by the time this episode drops uh go out check it out come back let us know what your guys uh thoughts on it uh zach we'll start with you spoiler thoughts what you what happened in Wakanda Forever? Yeah, so right from the get go, the very opening of the credits, like um, right before the pre pre uh, opening, I guess you would say, um, like I really like that they started right away with uh, T'Challa's death or Chadwick Boseman's death, and so playing music over the Marvel logo, like it was just dead quiet. And, like, you hear just, like, wind and, like, um, you know, I thought that was really nice. I like yeah. that they started with, mem- like, remembering him. I That's, I, I agree with that. That's what I love, too, is, like, they didn't just show, like, just clips of him in the movie. They showed a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes shots in there, too, man. Like, that, that was sad because, like... Getting to because I I um back when Black Panther and Infinity War and Endgame and all that came out, I remember watching the behind the scenes stuff and just seeing how much of like a positive energy he was to the set and the cast and crew of those projects. And like, man, we 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 lost a legend. Yeah, yeah, that that moment definitely affected everybody in the audience. And like, that was the one time in this in this screening where it was dead quiet like everyone sort of respected that and and i thought that was that was just really well done mm-hmm. i i love that there was like no music behind it it was a very somber uh respectful treatment of, of chadwick and yeah you're right brandon like they also they, they showed that those little small clips of just of, of chad not even like of t'challa just of chadwick and yeah that stuff was amazing like so like it was deeply effective that was a it was both a great way to bring you in the film and also kind of like a heartbreaking way to bring you in the film. Yeah. So that being said, with the credits, let's back it up a, ta- a second is of how they handled T'Challa's death. I'm really glad they didn't go some like take an over convoluted, um, over convoluted way to kill him off. Just be like, like a villain didn't kill him. Vibranium poison didn't kill him. We just know that there was something going on with his heart. And it was it was like unspecified. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah. We we didn't need a whole song and dance to figure out why did this man die if he had the power of the Black Panther? We didn't need that. Yeah. 
Well, like, I think I just want to say this. I think Marvel does a really good job of speaking, like relating to um, like the people who are watching or, you know, anything like that, because honestly, like the, the, the greatest part about that was like, it didn't have, like you said, Brandon, like it didn't have to be this huge battle. Like it was like, he's still human. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they didn't make him like this God, like he's a, he's a human being mm-hmm. who has issues just like any of us do. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. That's, that's what makes that. I think that's what makes the Marvel touch feel so special. Like, I mean, yeah, D- DC is starting to progressively get better, but something they'll never do in my opinion is like, show their heroes have a not a human side to them but like show that they are a normal person so yeah. like like even with just like with chichala man like they 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 did it well by just like showing off like yeah death is a natural part of life and just like never take any moment for granted and just like there are moments in life where you can't explain they happen. They're unexplainable, and just you—you you gotta live with that. You gotta—you gotta keep living in in their memory. And I thought they did a really good job of of not just you know handling it in T'Challa, but like tying it to the real life story. Like you know, what I'm saying like Chad Chad was going through this battle sort of by himself. You know, what I'm saying for for years. And until it was just, you know, too much. And so, like, I think the way that they handled it in the story was very similar to that to that real life uh, struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I mean, kudos to everybody in that scene, because that could not have been easy to shoot like that. That really could not have been easy to shoot. Just knowing that you are sort of reliving the real life situation. So uh, that was a tough one. And, and you notice it was primarily just uh Letitia and Angela Bassett for that scene because you, you can't have a lot of people on that. That would have just been too difficult. But mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was really handled very well. Yeah. So progressing on a little bit, um how did you guys feel about Namor's entrance? Are we talking about uh, the uh, the the na- the naval ship or the the whatever ship that was in the? Well, I mean, that's or not just his army. Yeah, I was gonna say his army came through earlier. Uh, they were like, listen, the Talacan is no joke. <laughs> like, like they are no joke. Um, the imagine like like you got a force who like they have a hypnotizing like call that they have that sends a bunch of people like careening into the river on their own like Uh, sirens yeah yeah, exactly i was like that's deadly enough but then like you know they're they're extremely difficult to kill like it's it's a whole thing with the (laughs) with these guys um their introduction though was was solid like and and terrifying because like i can't imagine being underwater and then all of a sudden the Talacan come after you like wow. Um I like contrasting with that though, I love the scene where um they are like trying to break into uh Wakanda facility and the door Milaje like bust through and 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 start wrecking shot. Yeah, that, that scene was awesome. awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. As and it was like 
contrasted with Angela Bassett giving her speech at the UN. I was like, oh man, that was that was that was sweet. That was really well done. Yeah, man. Um, so Namor's entrance himself of when he entered the film, um, while um, while the Queen and Shuri were at the uh, at that little campfire honoring uh, the loss of T'Challa after the one year anniversary. First of all, I'd like to mention that scene was beautiful. Um, oh, yeah. Just I, I, another way of just how Marvel writing gets you, man. They're like, they're like, yeah, just don't tread on the past. Like the time of mourning is over. Like you, now you just live in their memory and all that. So, um, but Namor's entrance was great. Um, I have an issue with that though. I, for me, I think it's just I started dying of laughter in the theater when he started flying with the little fucking feathers from his feet, man. I was like, what? Hey, they they made that work. I'll give them that. Like they made it work. Yeah, they it, did. it was like like legit, like you're you're thinking like I'm like the design itself doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> like it kind of looks a little weird. But they made it work. I think they did mm-hmm. solid work with it. Uh, going back to your point, though, about uh, the writing in that scene, like what I didn't expect was what they what they went with with Shuri, how she was sort of like rejecting of the gods, you know, what I'm saying and, and kind of blaming them really for, uh, you know, her loss of her brother and, and, you know, her dad and all of that, like. It was it, it was good. And like, I love the line she says when she says, you know, like, you know, if I think about my brother too long, it won't be these clothes I burn. It'll be the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I feel you on that. Like that level of, of loss and grief. It doesn't matter how much time passes. It doesn't really go away. And, and I and I kind of felt around that. So, yeah, like great. Right. I mean, come on, Ryan Coogler. Just great writing all around. Mm. Uh, I do want to compliment Tanakh Warta. Uh, oh, he was awesome. He was man, great. He was so good. I mean, wow. Like, this is someone, like, I don't know if either of you ever watched uh, Narcos Mexico, but, like, dude is awesome. Okay? He's a really good actor. He's a really good actor. And, and I've always been a fan of his. I was so happy when he got announced uh, as a part of this film, but I, I mean, wow, he brought it <laughs> like, like he, he really brought it. So I was really impressed. I was really impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was just a standout performance for me. Yeah, man. Um, I, I think as far as character development wise for him, I think it worked very well. Um, I think something that I loved the most was part of me agreed with Namor. Like I, I didn't stand for what the ideologies he stood for, like of just another Killmonger burn the world. So they can't have our resources. They gave, we have these resources. Let's use them against the world. Mm -hmm. But um, like the difference between Killmonger and him, Killmonger was trying to use it to take, to, to take over the world because he was given those weapons Namor was to try to take over the world so nobody else, so people can stop trying to get those weapons. Mm-hmm. But um, the I think how Namor w- was wording it though with um, with Wakanda was like, yeah, let's work together and stop these people from 
taking these weapons uh, or these taking our resources, which works. However, the way he wanted to go about it did not work. Yeah. And that that sort of brings me to one of my major criticisms is uh like I I too sided with, with Namor a little bit. I was like, yeah, like I'm I'm kinda with you. But once it got to, you know, like completely like team up to destroy the world, I was like, uh, we've gotten into a little bit of mustache twirling villainy at mm-hmm. at, <laughs> at that point. And I was like, you know. That that I was kind of like, uh, we probably needed a, a a little bit stronger of a motivation there for uh for for Namor. But other than that, like Tanakh were to play him well. I thought his storyline was incredible. That backstory that he gives uh Shuri when he brings her to Talokan. Whoo! Like you, yeah, yeah, it was great stuff. Great image. Oh God, uh the. I don't know who did it, obviously, but the, the the cinematography in this movie was fantastic. Once again, once again, costumes was incredible. Once again, production design was insane. Once again, congratulations to all of y'all like who worked on that. Just stellar work. You know what's crazy for me is like, like you mentioned Namor's like backstory of him going on a monologue about it. That monologue, what it's crazy is like, there's not a lot of films that could do this. That monologue would have completely worked had it had he just been on camera just explaining it. No need for like any flashback scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of films that that not a, not a lot of films or actors that can make that work. He was one of them. Absolutely. Like I mean, I I, I liked I appreciated the visuals because I think they did amazing work with him. But yeah, you're 100 percent right. He totally could have stood there and just delivered it. I mm-hmm. loved uh, Riri Williams. Her introduction. Uh, I really liked her introduction, and I liked how they kept messing with Okoye throughout this movie. <laughs> that was uh, that was great. That was like I. It was just enough humor for it to be like perfect. Honestly, I I really did love that. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I'm not exactly as high on as as you guys are. Um, I found like the hum like. The humor in this movie is is good. There's there's actually solid humor in this. It's not overdone. I think it's really well well paced. Um, except for Riri Williams, like like especially in her intro, I just found her, I found her a little bit over the top, like just a little bit. And like for everything else, especially where the film was at at the moment when she's introduced. It, it 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 seemed like a big rush of humor that didn't need to happen at that moment. It's like we're dealing with some really serious issues. We got literally like war on our doorstep and she's throwing MP3 players at a fucking door melage. Like, I'm like, no. <laughs> See, at least she didn't, at least they didn't assume it was a hand grenade and then start playing music like they did in Love and Thunder. With an MP3 oh, player. Oh God! Did they do that? <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, Valkyrie took out a, a, a portable speaker, and uh, Jane was like, "She was like, is that a hand grenade? Portable speaker?" And they started playing some music, and they were like just bobbing their head and vibing to it, man. God, At least they used it for a good cause this time. 
I'll say, I don't know. I kind of disagree, Phoenix. Um, I feel like the see the difference between Marvel and DC, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's not all serious. I don't feel like it was rushed. I feel like we just went through a lot of heavy stuff without any humor. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't make a joke during that, which I think was appropriate. And I think now they're just trying to break it up. And then, so I, I did find it appropriate for the timing. And I appreciated that because I felt like doing it before was just wrong. And this is a the first time where we kind of give a little bit of a breath where, you know, they're just going to go pick up this girl, you know, they don't know her, you know, she doesn't know them, you know, they're not trying to lay everything on her, you know, all like the, the, she knows, of course, that black, you know, Chadwick, sorry, T'Challa in the movie has passed. Like she knows all that. Right. But like, I feel like this is a good way for them to kind of meet each other, kind of be a little playful and kind of get past serious stuff, break up a little bit and get back to it, you know? Mm. I mean, yes, I agree. I I just feel like maybe it was like I didn't have a problem with humor there, but I think it was just the way it was done. Like it uh it just didn't sit well with me. Like her her calling Okoye ashy. I was just like yeah, I thought it was funny. Like no, like whatever. Like I'm like like I don't know. Maybe if it was like AO or somebody like, you know, somebody who's not the general of the Dora Milaje who could literally kill you, like, in a heartbeat, maybe. I'm like, but I don't know. I just thought it was a weird person to say that to. But anyway, I mean, overall, the character grew on me. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely appreciated her more towards the end. But the the her intro, I was just like, you know, uh, <laughs> Kind of just rubbed me the wrong way, but I get what you're saying, Zach. Like, at the timing of the humor, I thought was well done. It's just maybe not the way I would have liked it, but that's just me. Uh, so after after we're introduced to Riri Williams, obviously we find out uh, that she takes them to the garage. They find out she's building an Iron Man suit, um, and that she's been like inventing since she was a kid, and then. Of course, the FBI, or sorry, CIA, I think, right? CIA. Um, No, I think it was the FBI. The FBI? Yeah. Okay. I think, okay, so the FBI comes after them, and then they both get, they all get away, or they're trying to get away, and then um, the, (laughs) I can't think of the name. Uh, You know, the city, I don't know why they did this. In the the comics, the city's Atlantis. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm always thinking like the Atlantan Atlanteans, you know, but like oh, it, they couldn't do it. Yeah, no, they couldn't because like because that's Aquaman. That's man. Aquaman's land now. Like they they literally <laughs> copyrighted the name, okay. so they had to switch it up. And and technically, DC is canon to Marvel because in, in Eternals they mentioned Batman and Robin. Do they? <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I, don't, I don't remember that, but yeah, uh, <laughs> is it, it Tacoans? The Tacoan, Ta- yeah. Talican. Talican. Talicans? Okay. Yeah. Brandon was like, yeah, Tacoan. Like, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm yeah, tired. Yeah. I'm at the, the point where <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Talicans. Um, yeah, no, and then they're obviously after them on the bridge. 
after which they're taking their getaway. Which was another badass fight scene. Oh, that <laughs> fight scene was awesome. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, that, that was dope. <laughs> Akoye during that fight scene was so cool. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. That was that was solid. I was like, she literally took on three badass Talikans by herself and won, technically. Like, like these fools should be dead. But yeah, like <laughs> I thought that I thought that was a great way to make both uh Wakanda still look strong and the Talikans look strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So quick shout out to Ludwig Ludwig Gronson, the composer of this film, for making the the Dora Milaje theme song just so freaking good. Nice. <laughs> I like speaking of like th- dude, like I tried so hard. Okay. I tried so hard to avoid everything from this movie. I didn't listen to any of the music. I avoided all the TV spots. I just wanted to go into the film as fresh as possible. Of course, I did not have that luxury because somebody said something on Twitter and mm, mm, we'll get to it later. But <laughs> they messed something up for me. Uh, so I'm a little bit upset about that. But uh, overall, like Ludwig's score was amazing. Like, is it that dude's good. Like, like that like the thing I can't get past is like everyone did a fantastic job here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of my nitpicks or whatever, like everyone did solid work. Like everyone was solid. I, I gotta know what scene what well, well not scene, but what was spoiled for you. Cause I mean I went in I, I saw the first trailer. Mm-hmm. For this film, and that was it. I didn't see any TV spots. I didn't watch the second I, trailer that came out. I kind of want us to get to the part that's spoiled first because I, I like, have I have a feeling I know what it is. I have a feeling I know what it is too, but we'll get to that in the yeah, yeah. in a second. So yeah. all right, so fast forward a little bit. Um Namor launches an attack on Wakanda. Ooh. And man, like I I did not expect like because when when he was like oh yeah they're they're not gonna expect like, they'll never like wage war with us again and then like the attack happened I'm like oh my god what like they like even their fire and rescue team they were making them jump off the cliff man I'm like oh my god dude oh, we're missing like a huge chunk before that like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah we, we yeah, yeah but... I was like there's a lot to unpack there that we haven't unpacked. There's, there's, um, a, oh yeah, Atlantis is a city. You mean Talikin? Yeah, uh, Talikin. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I'm so used to the comics. I like, I'm reading one right now with Namor in it. <laughs> it's just like it's bothering me. So yeah, Talikin is a Talikin city. Mm-hmm. Talikin city, yes, should be Atlantis. <laughs> is beautiful like i love the way that they portrayed it i thought that was so cool um i don't i like i'm assuming they were actually underwater for those shots it definitely did look uh, like that would be very hard for them to pull off set set up yeah Yeah. to like try to recreate that without them being underwater the way the the hair flows and Mm -hmm. you know everything the way they're moving it just seemed like it was filmed underwater, which I think is cool if that's what they did. I mean, mm-hmm. more than likely, I think so. Like, there's, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's some 
magic and trickery, obviously, to it. But like, yeah, yeah, I think they they definitely pulled some stuff off that uh is impressive, like Im impressive to the oomph degree, uh, with just their visual styles. Which, thank God, like that's one thing I can definitely say wasn't a big issue. Like the visual effects were finally like solid, like nothing glaring nothing like really distracting like it was it was finally looked like they took their time on it <laughs> mm -hmm. so i i'd like to quickly mention too is like i can't remember where this scene happened but they mentioned um thanos at some point like the attack on wakanda with thanos and stuff mm. Um, I wanted to mention this before I forget. This was like the first post Infinity War slash Endgame content from Wakanda that we've seen. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they continue to mention it, just like because like they do fill in those little gaps of like, oh hey, where was this character? What was this person doing at the time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um, probably could have done a little bit more, but yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Wait, Brandon, did you say this was post Endgame, post Infinity War? Like, yeah, this one? was like, the, like timeline wise, this is the first bit of content from Wakanda that we've had post Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I was gonna say there's a uh, you know quite a few things. And... <laughs> no, yeah, no. I was no. like, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not the first, but is <laughs> is probably, I'd say. Besides Spider-Man No Way Home, this is probably, like, the best Marvel's put out since Phase 4, in my opinion. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you there. I think No Way Home will still top this. Because, I mean, No Way Home tops everything. I'm sorry, Phase, phase 3, right? 4. Phase 4. Was it Phase 4? We're in phase. Yeah, yeah, No Way Home was Phase 4, so no, yeah, we've, we're, we're still, still yeah, No, 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 I'm saying it's the best they put out since phase three ended is what i meant to say oh yeah um, not phase four yeah yeah because this is the ending of phase four. okay cool we're on the same page <laughs> um, did this did this end phase four this did end yes, phase four this, yeah. thank this god finally <laughs> but you have to remember actually this is only like two years compared to you know the 10 for the first three so right it's moving really fast actually I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if uh the holiday specials phase four? I don't think so. I think it's phase five. That's I we'll find out. They'll let us know. So yeah. um but yeah, and so after of course he's showing her the city, which I thought was super cool. They obviously come rescue Sherry and, and the scientists, they kill a couple of uh Talicans. Talicans, there we go. Talicans. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> and uh, you know, and then that's when they go to wage war on Wakanda, uh, which was and, brutal, man. Like, oh, uh, I mean, like it was. I mean, like I honestly, I'm, I honestly, when I walked out, I, I didn't give that scene enough uh, appreciation. That was a big set piece. Like that's a huge set piece that they did, and they pulled that off extremely well. You got multiple parts of that moving at, at different parts at different points. Ooh, we do need to double back real quick before we like we're gonna come, we're gonna come to this battle scene eventually, but we gotta double back 
because uh the the only line in the first trailer that was spoken was Angela Bassett's line. Uh, you know, I'm queen of the most powerful nation in the world and my entire family is gone. And then we finally get to see that line in context, which is after Shuri is taken and, you know, and Queen Ramonda relieves uh, Okoye of her duties. That scene was tight. Like that, like that scene was dope. I was like, wow. Because I was just like, I just... I, I wasn't expecting that. Like, Okoye's been loyal forever. You know what I'm saying? And, like, but I mm. felt... I felt Angela Bassett in that scene, though. Like, she she made some good points. She was she was just devastated. I thought she I thought she brought it. That was an amazing scene. And Denai Guerrera freaking played it just awesome. So, like, that, to me, was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Just that, that confrontation. Yeah, because you really get to see the mother's loss, right? Right. Like what? Like she's, you know, she's going through it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, that was a, that was a great scene, and um, I also liked. Uh, was it? I think her first name. I'm correct me. Is it Alyssa De Fontaine? Is it Alyssa? Uh, Vanessa. I think it's Vanessa. Vanessa. You talking about Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, correct? Yeah. Oh, Valentina. Valentina, yeah. I don't know why where I got to listen from. Anyways, there's there's a lot to keep up with. My head's been and it's late, so it's that's late, not, yeah. Oh, a that's lot not of people... helping. But Valentina's character, like I was actually kind of glad they gave her um a little screen time because we've been building this character throughout phase 4 and like finally like she's in like a big movie and where it makes sense for her to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I like seeing her character. Um, that being said, uh, I think unless you guys have anything else before the battle scene, I think it's safe to <laughs> go ahead and talk about the battle scene in Wakanda. Yeah, man. Um, let's talk about uh, the ancestral planes though for a second. Wait a second. That's after the battle scene. That's after. <laughs> oh, oh, we're talking about the first battle scene, not the yeah. second one. <laughs> yeah, we missed a whole lot there. Like, yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's a big part there that we're not talking about. I'm yet. still I'm still piecing the movie together. Yeah, that's a lot. But like the, so the you first just saw it just it's, like me. Bro, bro, it's two and a, two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> so the first battle scene, uh, when Talakin attacks is is epic okay so like it it's not just you know the attack on uh ramonda and and riri but there's also the dormalaje there's uh the jabari there's uh okoye and nakia like it's so many moving parts and like the level of destruction that goes through in that scene i mean it's just Honestly, like, I don't know <laughs> a lot about rigging, but I know the riggers were put through the rigger, <laughs> like, 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 pretty much putting all of that together, because that's a lot of things you have to build, and then a lot of things you have to tear down, and then you have to do it all over again if you get the shot wrong. It's just a lot. So, like, kudos to the, the, the casting crew. They don't usually get a big shout out on this show, but, like, that's a huge set piece. 
and I thought they did amazing work with it. And the characterization that was going on throughout the, that fight scene, I think was amazing. M'Baku, who, you know, Winston Duke is amazing as M'Baku. And like, his just, you know, confidence is like, you know, he sees Namor and he thinks it's like, I'm taking this guy take out. this guy. Like, he's like, fish guy. He's like, like I got this in like one punch. Like Namor just sends him flying and like lays him out. I was like, dang. Like, like you know what's so funny is like it wasn't even a punch. He just smacked him in the chest. <laughs> it was brutal. It was beautiful. It was it was good to see, but it was like, yeah, he 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 really he's really well, it really gave you a sense of like Namor's strength, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I thought was really really well done the way that they portrayed him. Yeah. Um and oh I want to say the the water bombs are like such a cool concept. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like those are so cool. Those are those are cool and dangerous. Like man, like that's what I mean. Like Talokin is really dangerous. Like they're a very dangerous enemy to have. They, like, they they learned what water balloons were. They're like, hey, what if we just use these as weapons? Like, <laughs> it works. But, like, they flood Wakanda. They end up killing um, Queen Ramonda. And uh, I don't know. I'm guessing you guys thought the thing that I got spoiled was the cameo, but it was not. It was this. Uh, someone spoiled Angela Bassett's death for me. Really? Yes. And that that really Ooh. pissed me off because it was an emotional scene, like an absolutely emotional scene that would have devastated me had I not known it going in. Like as a major plot point, that would have absolutely wrecked me. I'd, I'd be a blubbering mess now <laughs> on the podcast like if I hadn't had that ruined for me. So um hopefully those people listening, you didn't get it spoiled and that moment really hit for you. What about you guys? Did that moment hit for you? Uh it was so close, but not fully for me. Mm. I felt like that was a, throughout the movie. Like I felt myself getting like emotional, but I couldn't like I just didn't there were no tears same like it caught me the the what when it happened it definitely caught me off guard it wasn't enough to get me emotional though because i mean as soon as like, you saw her like drowning in the, the water i'm like okay yeah no she's gone mm, i mean i like i would say my eyes were like watery but there was no physical tears coming from my face like <laughs> I like it was it was definitely close, but it just didn't get me there. What about you, Phoenix? It didn't get me there either, but again, that's because But do you think you would have gotten there if probably? I mean, like, and I think that's mainly because I have more like an emotional connection to Angela Bassett more than anything. But (laughs) but yeah. And I mean, like, honestly, I kind of hate the decision because I'm like it's a character who, you know what I'm saying, we didn't get enough of in the first movie, right? And then we finally get more of her here and then we lose her. It, it just didn't feel like it was enough 
uh, emotion behind that character to draw that that uh, response. You know what I'm saying? Because this is like you could argue this is really her first movie. You know what I'm saying? So like it it, it was it was there, but it wasn't it wasn't enough. That's my only thing. So I, I kind of wish they hadn't gone in that direction and instead, you know, sort of kept her alive, maybe even in like critical condition or something. But like she, I, yeah, I, I feel like it should have worked out a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, yeah. for me, I really liked, I, I'm, I'm glad they did it the way they did though, because as far as, leading shuri to becoming the black panther and who she's meant to be is like when she was like when she was entering the ancestral planes like she was she just when she was going in there like yeah they she synthetically made it but she was going in there with so much built-up rage and aggression like she wanted to see her mom and that didn't happen (laughs) and like man that it worked out perfectly yeah i i will say like the way that they did that i mean i this like the the scene with angela bassett and denai guerrera is my favorite scene this is a very close second when we get the reveal of killmonger i thought that was so freaking dope like 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 that, like that was so dope. As like a surprise, I just did not expect that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you didn't expect to see him in the ancestral planes. No, like at all. At really. all, like yeah. And uh, I just, I thought they played that so well, like so incredibly well. Yeah. So she gets out of the like. She has an amazing like moment with Killmonger. Yeah, and very so, well, well written scene. Yeah, and she comes, she comes out of there, and then they start prepping for war. They get, uh, she gets the new suit, which looks beautiful and crisp. That's like the only moment people clapped. That and um, after the post credit scene happened, it said dedicated to our friend Chadwick Boseman. People clapped there, but this was like the main moment of the film where people clapped, and. Like I was right there with a beautiful suit, man. What do you guys think of the suit design? Uh I yeah, I love the suit. I love the suit. I also love the suit for uh Okoye and the other Dora Milaje was with her. Everybody's about to start getting Iron Man suits. Yeah. The, the Midnight right. Angels. Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, those, those are dope. Uh, I'm not too big on on Shuri suit. I think it's a little bit, a little too too gaudy, a little too messy. Um, but I think she drew a lot from Killmonger's design, so that mm-hmm. that may change a little bit, especially as she continues, if she continues with the uh, the role. Um, but yeah, like I I I don't know. Uh, yeah yeah it, it it was fine like there are other costumes in this movie that are so dope that i'm not even mad at at, at the suit really because everything else looked beautiful like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and i uh and then i guess after that is when they go into the final battle i really liked how 
her and Riri came up with a way to kind of trap Namor or weaken him mm-hmm. um, with the evaporation. That was super cool. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the final battle scene. Uh, I thought it really showed a lot of strength for both sides. Obviously, the Talikans uh, would have won mm-hmm. uh, if it had continued, but mm. yeah, I'm uh, yeah, so but. You know, I didn't really like, this is just me personally, I didn't like that Shuri went so, uh, like, evil. I don't know. I know it may make sense. I know that the whole thing adds up perfectly, but, like, it just, I don't know, it bothered me a little bit. Like, how evil she, like, she, she I mean, like, I want... You know, if you, if because, you look back at No Way Home... When Peter is just oh Peter one is just unloading on well that's goblin. Little, okay but but that's a little different okay I I don't know I how, how though they I mean like <laughs> both of those villains killed someone they loved yeah but like I don't know but also my thing is too right like there's a lot of people there supporting Sherry. And there's also a lot of people like she hates Killmonger. And then like he's asking her what she's going to do. And then she kind of like falls into <laughs> what he's saying is like, it just, it bothered me. It was like, no, like you're, you know, you're supposed to honor your brother. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just, that's just me. But no, I think that's a valid criticism. Uh, I think, you know, she, she had like at that point i don't think she was really thinking about the kingdom i don't think she was really thinking about what her role is and what that would mean um so i think she was pretty much just dead set on revenge and like so i don't think she like like went to killmonger's side i don't think she was like went all like fully evil I think she just was like, no, I want, I want revenge. Like, I, period, yeah. point blood, I want revenge. And uh, I kind of feel her on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You lost your brother. This dude just killed your mom. Yeah, no. Like, I want his head. Like, there's no question about it. I want his head. Um, so I kind of, kind of understood her there. Um, but yeah. I'm also kind of in agreement with Zach. Like it was a little bit, it was a little bit too quick and like sudden. Like it was a little sudden for her character. Yeah. I think this. I, I think the 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 change up for her to go from like I'm about to murder you to I'm gonna spare your life and we're gonna work together. I think that was a little too rushed. Okay, I will tell you this. Like, that scene, okay, so obviously there's this huge battle at sea, and the Wakandans lead out um, the Talikans, and then they have this huge plan to, like, kill Namor, right? And I will tell you, that scene where she is trying to kill Namor, I was getting pissed. because And I got, got, this is why I got pissed. I got pissed because if they had actually killed Namor... I would have lost my shit. Like, <laughs> I would have lost my shit. Would I you have walked out of the theater? I I honestly would be close. Like, <laughs> it, no, no, no. Here's here's why. Because 
he is like such an integral part of the Marvel comic universe. So for it, if you're gonna put Namor in there, like he has to stay. Mm. So like the moment where he's like just on the cusp of dying, I'm like, I swear to God, if you guys <laughs> kill him and fuck this up, like I'm I'm done. Like I was I that's such a huge character. You don't do that. They didn't. Thank God. I would have been like super. I, but that whole time, I couldn't help but think like, you better not fucking kill him. <laughs> does, he, does he continue? Sorry on? for the uh, the language on this episode, but uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was just a little heated during that time. I was uh fairly like I was upset, even though nothing happened. <laughs> like uh, just the fact they got that close, just like bothered me oh does, man does he continue on as a villain or is he a, a hero so that's that's what okay so that's another thing i have to say that you know the whole thing before the movie was namor's not a villain and he's not a villain he's an anti-hero but the way they made him in the movie he definitely is a villain yeah like, he, he is the villain of the movie like i mean he had sort of uh this not really the same motivation as killmonger but like he had sort of the same idea as Killmonger, which was like, you know, no, like the people on the surface world, they are aiming to to stand against uh, Wakanda and, and steal our resources. We got to take them out before they take us out. And I'm like, OK, um, but yeah, he he's he's always sort of played the villain, the, the antagonist, if you will especially when it comes to Wakanda. Um, he's always sort of played that role, even in the comics. Uh, I would not have been upset if they killed him, honestly. <laughs> like, like Namor is a character in the comics I absolutely hate. I hate this character. Like, when they said that they were bringing him to the MCU, I was like, why? I freaking hate this character. I hate him so, so much. But they cast Tanakh Warta, so... He's fantastic, but I would have been okay if they killed him. Like, I would have been perfectly fine if they killed him. Glad they didn't, but they totally could have. <laughs> but, okay, Namor is just kind of like a, like, he's like a jerk in the comics. Like, the entire comic, like, yeah, that's his character, but, like, he's also such a famous character. Like, I, don't care. <laughs> I, I care. But I did like the resolution, right? Is like, okay, like you know now we know how to beat you. So like, mm-hmm. like you can't just step to us and and think it's gonna be easy. We know how to beat you, and and we'll we'll defeat you. Like like we will defeat you. Um. So I love I like how they basically just resolved it. Was like, you know, saying we're gonna stop right here, and send your people home. We'll send our people home. Everybody goes home. It's safe. We have a little bit of a truce right now. And and that's that. Like, but I think we know, like, this ain't over, right? Like, like this is not over. We're, we're, we're going to see these two entangle again. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm, I'm like honestly looking forward to it. Yeah. And, uh, let's talk about, uh, I guess from there, so Namor yields, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they release the uh, FBI agent guy who helped him because he got found out. They was helping him. 
Um, and then I really want to talk about the after credits. Uh, I guess right before the after credits and the after credits. Right before, um, I really like Shuri's closing um, to remembering Chadwick. I appreciated uh, all the visuals they gave, like the memories between the two of them. I thought that was really, really well done. Um, yeah. No, that was I, beautiful. What I loved about it is like when the end credits started rolling, it just it roll it 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 was literally just like shots of the uh of the funeral gown burning. And then I I something I love is like it how the end credit scene happened. It literally just picked up right where the film left off. Mhm. Yeah, that was cool. And we got a stunning surprise which was that uh T'Challa and Nakia had a son uh which is beautiful named Tucson uh great kid actor by the way this is the part I thought got spoiled for you Phoenix no no thank god because I was like I really uh-huh. loved it um but great kid actor it was such a sweet touching moment and um this is my third favorite scene in, in this movie because I felt like Nakia's journey in this story, I was sort of like lost with it. Like, you know, so I was like, what is her role here? Like, why is she so distant towards the Royal family? And then this in credit scene happens and it basically ties in something that I've always wanted uh, since Endgame, which is for someone to say, what happened in during those five years when everyone was snapped away and I think the cool thing is um we get this story of the reveal I should say that T'Challa has a son and and I and I and I dig it and I thought it was the best most responsible way to keep T'Challa in this world without having Chadwick. I thought it was the most respectful way to do that. I completely agree. Like, T'Challa lives on through Prince T'Challa, even though Chadwick's gone. I, I love how they honored him with, like, that. It's just... It, I, it was beautiful. Like, I was so scared that they were going to do a, uh, a thing during the credits of just, like, all the... Like, a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff with Chadwick. And I was... I was the reason I was scared was I'm like, I am not ready to like emotionally handle this. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah. Zach, Zach, what do you think about that? About the introduction of T'Challa's son? I really love the introduction of his son. Um, I thought it was, yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, I, there's nothing I could really ask more for from that. And then I guess the last thing uh, I would say or want to mention is I really liked Sherry's ending before the end credits, um, like after the end credits or mid credit scene, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, like when she's with the piece of cloth, she's burning. Right. Mm-hmm. The same sound that played at the opening credits for Marvel was the same sound that was playing at the end. Nice. Like mm-hmm. I, I really appreciated that. I thought that was great. All right, so um, let's go ahead and and 
wrap this up with final ratings. Uh, Brandon, what are you giving Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Okay, so this may alter from the time that I say this now, because usually we have a couple days to think on it. Currently, I think I'm going to go with a solid four stars. Um, I think they, with just like I mentioned earlier, how they handled everything with the loss of Chadwick and the uh, how they had to move forward without T'Challa. I think they did great. The I think they set up a lot of future storylines too. So, um, yeah, definitely a solid four stars for me. Zach, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, follow suit with Brandon. I would agree that this is a solid four-star movie. So, I am actually going to ride that same boat. I'm going four stars as well. Um, like, I thought it was, I thought it was a really solid film. I thought everybody did a great job in it. Like everybody. Um, and like, yeah, it's got a few issues. Like nothing too heavy, but definitely they're there. It's not nearly as strong as the first film, but I don't think it was ever going to get to that point, especially without Chadwick. Um, but overall, solid film. Uh, I dug it. I'm looking forward to watching it again, hopefully with a much better crowd, because the crowd tonight was really irritating. <laughs> but uh, there you have it. Four stars all around from us here at Film Code. What did you guys think of Wakanda Forever? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCodePod. And we are going to get out of here because it is nearly 2 o'clock in the morning as we're recording this and we all need to get some sleep. Brandon, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Letterboxd. That's all I got to say. Zach? <laughs> you guys can find me in Atlantis, the real <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You guys can find me on Twitter uh, at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N-E-A-T-H. And you can find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. And you guys can find me. <laughs> on Twitter at, at uh, IMHL Reviews 1 that's the number 1 and on Letterbox under PA Cloudin and as always guys please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. we will see you guys next week hopefully a lot earlier and we are out of here peace <laughs>